Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Uh, praise the Lord. Hello. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Dr. Dean. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Elder Shank, are you on? I'm looking at the board and somebody from Cleveland's on. Mm-hmm. Um, was that was that my call that just came in? Because since I used your pen last time, I can't seem to update mine. I have to work on it again. That's probably my phone. Okay, he's not on. Um, can you just? Um, okay, let's see. Rush, rush, rush. Well, uh, you're on, it shows that you're on by computer and somebody from Cleveland, somebody from Cleveland is on, which is my, is still under my, um, phone number and, uh, that must be me. And I thought you used yours. Is there somebody else on the call, please? I think that's just my phone. You I'm, I'm logged on with my computer and I'm on with my phone. Okay, but uh, the pin is under my number. So, would you do me uh, kindly do me a favor? Just hang up by phone and then come come back on, and I can tell on the board, please. Okay. Yep, that's you. Praise the Lord, Deneen. Praise the Lord, Apostle. This is Elder Shane. God bless you, Elder Shane. Praise the Lord. How are you? I'm all right. Are you logged in? Yes, sir. I'm logged in. I just got here. (laughs) 
Yes, okay. sir. Okay. All right. Because I, uh, I was having trouble getting in. Okay, one moment. Janine, you're there too? Yes. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, forgive me for being rushed. I couldn't. Uh, I had a bad battery, and oh. uh, I just got home, and I just walked into the house and turned this on, and uh, <laughs> I need to step away for about five minutes and come back. But um, we thank God even for you, Elshank. Would you open the prayer, please? Yes. George, as we come before you now, Lord, discussing things of the kingdom that you would have us discuss, that you would guide and direct conversation, that it would bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, Deneen, are you log? Are you, you're logged in on the, uh, uh, I call it the board. You can see the board, can't you? Yes, sir. Okay, um, do you all mind if I step away and, uh, Deneen, please monitor the board. If somebody else comes on, just okay. please acknowledge them. And okay. uh, you and Elder Shank for five minutes. Can I step away, please? Sure. Yes, sure. All right, I'm going to go on mute and step away. Thank you. You all can okay. continue. You all can continue. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Elder Shank, sorry I missed your call. And then by that time, he was texting me, telling me he was going to be getting on the call with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, That's okay. Yeah. What did you all discuss last week? I think we were still discussing elders. Um, I know you were that uh, two weeks ago. Um, okay. Did Pastor Hickson, was she able to get back on the call last week? Mm-hmm. And Dr. Shaw? I don't believe she did. I think uh, Maddie was on the call. Oh, good. Okay. All right. So what did I, I don't miss know. about elders? Hmm? What did I miss about uh, the additional information of elders? I think the two weeks prior we discussed the uh, past being elders. Do you remember? No. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we talked about last week. I thought it was still on elders. Okay. I don't remember. <clears throat> My memory is sometimes pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think we discussed overseers too. That was a couple of weeks ago, overseers and elders. Bishop, first overseer, basically the same. And uh, I'm going to pull up the information that I had originally pulled up while we were discussing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know when we were discussing, we were saying it didn't have anything necessarily to do with age, uh, but maturity. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we were discussing who can be an elder. Right. And that uh, although some others uh, may hold other titles, they're still a part of the eldership. Right. 
uh, a good teacher, preacher, minister, what have you, still be an elder in the church. Right. That uh, a lot of times evangelists are the titles that they want to give the women so quickly and never elder in the uh, old way. Yes. Yes. So uh, we aim to change that. (laughs) All right. Are you all there or are you on silent? (laughs) No, we're here. We'll just discuss a little bit about elders. Okay, please continue. I have something to add in a moment, but that's something. I, I, I just was uh, recapping uh, what I discussed, what we discussed two weeks ago, and I was asking Elder Shank what was the discussion for last week, what other information uh, came along. But um, he, he didn't necessarily remember. You weren't on the call last week? No, sir. He said uh, Dr. Shaw was on the call last week. Um. I don't recall. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm because I'm rushed. I can't think too clearly right now. Um, oh, no problem. We were just bringing up, uh, you know, two weeks ago we discussed that uh, elders uh, didn't necessarily have to do uh, with age. It was maturity uh, in Christ. And uh, uh, in, in some places the, the women are, you know, never given the title of elder, just evangelist. And uh, although you may be a teacher or hold other uh, positions in the church, you could still be an elder. So that's basically what we were recapping on. So, share what you have to add on to that. Uh, Please, Elder Shank, would you add? Because I'm still not settled here. Uh, And if I wasn't on the call, if I wasn't on the call, I mean, you know, what would you do? And forgive me for this, but I... Just not under my control. Okay. Well, from the uh, <clears throat> in the early church, you start off with the apostles, and then they dispersed because of persecution. And as they went about preaching the gospel, they they became ministers in the various churches and then Paul and Barnabas went about preaching to these different congregations and installing elders to uh, take care of the church spiritually as, as best they could and they had to select apostles, or excuse me, elders uh, who had knowledge of the scriptures, and the only scriptures that they had were the Old Testament scriptures, and they they would have been Jewish before they uh, were made uh, elders in in the the church. Uh, They would have 
almost always been from the Jewish persuasion and then becoming believers. And uh, that was the point of establishing elders so that there would be someone with scriptural knowledge to uh, lead the congregation. So, um, you know, listed in that Ephesians, you know, it talks about the the fivefold ministry. And so are are we we getting out of line if we start uh, not using evangelists? Because I don't hear a lot of that anymore, evangelists. Everybody's going to elders. So now are we getting unscriptural? Well, I think that there are still recognized national evangelists in most denominations, they have recognized uh, ministers that uh, minister to the unchurched uh, and to increase the ability for the church to receive uh, people from evangelistic ministries so that they could be uh, properly taught about things of the scriptures, that uh, they would be able to uh, converse in the scriptures, converse about the scriptures, being able to talk with the scriptures that they had and continue to uh, continue to established churches uh, throughout uh, the known world at the time. Well, how do you decide if you're going to call someone an evangelist or an elder? Because I don't know if you uh, picked it up when we were uh, in Erie on Sunday, and uh, Apostle McCoy thanked me, and she called me evangelist Denine. So uh, how do you, not that I had an issue with whatever I'm called, but um, how do you decide if you're going to be an elder evangelist? I mean, if you're an evangelist, any of those five-fold titles, you could still be an elder, but uh, how do you decide when it's ordination time? Which title you should take on? Well, I think that uh, she did not have any disrespect for you by calling you an evangelist. Uh, I'm sure... But when when uh, she addressed you as an evangelist, uh, I think she was just uh, speaking out of uh, out of uh, a position of uh, one who has uh, the acknowledgement that indeed. Uh, you may be an evangelist because you were you're a female, and she might have recognized that she was addressing you uh, strictly uh, by uh, precedent that you you may have been uh, a minister or an evangelist, and uh, I don't believe that she even thought of. Uh, using elder in regards to you. I think that uh, 
women who are elders uh, need to uh, be be well versed and able to function as an elder because evangelists have have uh, uh, ministry that is basically to the unchurched and the unchurched uh, wouldn't know anything about being an elder or a minister but they would recognize that you indeed were an evangelist because you were preaching to uh, people who are not churched or saved or uh, in need of more ministry that they would be able to get through affiliation with a uh, church congregation and a pastor. Okay, so I, I wasn't having I wasn't having an issue with it. It's like I, I went to other places and they didn't know me and it, you know they didn't even know my name, but they just I guess you know see the anointing or whatever and they say praise the Lord evangelist. So not that I have a problem with. I'm saying now that. Uh, we're talking about ordination or whatever. Now, how do we decide, oh, if I become an evangelist or uh, ordained evangelist in EMFI or ordained elder, uh, especially with us uh, working within the fivefold ministry? So that's what I'm, I'm saying. Uh, now, okay. how do you decide which one uh, I'm going to, you know, go for? Like, for instance, I don't necessarily want to be called prophetess Deneen Charlton. That's I don't want to be called prophetess. That's Uh one title I don't want to be. But I I guess because I'm so uh, versed in uh, different gifts that I I don't think I want to be uh, nailed down with that one necessarily. So, you know, it it was just a conversation. How how do I decide or not necessarily I decide, but how do the leaders decide if I go to that? But I see uh, Apostle Griffin has a comment, and he'd like to jump in here, so he can go ahead. Praise the Lord, everybody. Um, back for a minute. Um, yes, I, I did hear um, Anita um, uh, reference that concerning your name. I heard her say that. Don't know why. Um I wasn't think, uh, it wasn't negative, though. No, it wasn't negative at all. No, it wasn't negative at all. Um, I I think uh, Elder Shank made a uh, very important statement. He mentioned that evangelists are, you know, the ministries to the uh, unchurched. And a lot of times I think, um, and I know you want me to be specific, a lot of times we call uh, uh, someone an evangelist and they're ministering to the saints. But uh, I think last week, I thought last week, Elder Shank, we were, I think I mentioned something about Second uh, Timothy chapter 4, Paul told Timothy, you know, to do the work of evangelists. I think we were talking about, I think I right. began I to teach about, I began to teach on uh, evangelism and mm-hmm. how uh, I had heard that, uh, uh, now that I sat down, I can think um, that with the uh uh, uh, true evangelistic call office that the power gifts are in operation and I think I said that uh, the 
prophetic ministries, the revelation gifts usually are present. And with evangelism, the power gifts are present, you know, miracles, signs, and wonders, and so on and so forth. Right. Paul told Timothy to do the work of an evangelist. He didn't call him an evangelist, but he did do the work of it. Right. I think for ordination, um, just like uh, anything else, the Holy, the Spirit of the Lord has to uh, reveal, you know, what is your, uh, what's your mantle, what's your co- true call, your specific or main call. And um, I heard you uh, say, Deneen, that, you know, you don't want to be called a prophetess. Uh, and you gave a, a short uh, reason as to why. And I, I understand that, respect that. Um, we all know, as we've been teaching and talking, that everybody in some way, shape, or form is an elder. You know, it's, it's eldership, you know, leadership. But some with uh, uh, another grace, you know, a, a prophet's a type of an elder apostle, an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher. They're all elders, uh, and foundationally. Uh, so your specific question is, how would you be ordained? Is that correct? Well, I was saying, uh, well, how do we make the decision on which one I would be ordained? I know what I ask for and you know, kind of agree, but, you know, we're looking at the fivefold ministry and, you know, uh, how do you park somebody in, in one of those, especially when you, you feel that you're, or you know that you're multi-gifted, whatever, you don't get narrowed, or not narrowed down. Like some people are prophetess and that's like their, their main thing. They don't necessarily evangelize. Because, like you said, that's to the unchurched. That sometimes, most of the time, that they're um, they're uh, prophesizing is to saints. Sometimes, you know, um, a lot because that's what the uh, that's the event or the where they're called to. You know, you understand that's where they're called sure. to. They might not necessarily be called out there up under the tent to, you know, under a tent revival. You know, it could be, but most of the time you're going to call an evangelist out there. If you're outside, outdoors, church without walls, you may call an evangelist because you're dealing with unchurched people too. So let me ask questions. I was just discussing. Mm -hmm. How do we we go into, how do we decide? Like I said, I know what what we've discussed, but if someone else comes on, how do you decide, okay, which is going to go to evangelist or elder because those are the, the ordination, you know, categories from from the history of where I come from, you know, in order to be ordained is going to be one of those or a deacon. And even though some people are pastors, they still carry the title of the evangelist. They pay for evangelist license and, uh, you know, pastoral license, where I came from. Okay. So, <laughs> so let me just strictly stay in the Bible. And not in any organization, including EMFI or God's House of Prayer. Um, I would ask the question for a person, you know, in counseling. I would say, well, what is, where is their passion? What I'd ask the question, what has the Lord told you? You know, you is whoever. Um. A, a pastor, 
uh, as a pastor that can teach and that can evangelize, but they are that can prophesy, but they're a pastor. Their office is a pastor. So let's understand fivefold ministry. You only, you really can only have one office, but uh, also uh, function as the Lord leads in other areas. But you have one office. You you know um, I'm not trying. So what I'm trying to say is, um, this is what I believe by understanding my understanding. You have one office. And you can flow as the Spirit of the Lord leads you to function somewhere else, but you have one office. So an apostle is an apostle that can pastor, but his office is an apostle. That can teach, but his office is an apostle. A, 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 uh, um, and you said multi-gifted. You know, uh, you have a gift or a grace have a grace to function in another area. So, um, for example, if we uh, were to ordain you um, as an elder, that uh, that would be appropriate because you are. Now, later on, the Lord, as you develop and, and grow in grace and, and timing to release you, you may uh, uh, move forth in the final office. An elder is not an o- an elder is not an office. It's a leadership uh, call, leadership anointing. It's not an office. The offices are one of the fivefold ministries, and the elders are not mentioned there. But they're all elders. You know, that's their that's their foundation. Hopefully, I'm not confusing you. And uh, so you would be, you know, you can be ordained an elder and later on move as the Lord releases you and trains you in the timing to be a, um, to function as a pastor, if you were a pastor per se, and then that's your office. And uh, you're going to teach and that's a grace, you have a grace and anointing to teach. Uh, Uh... and vice versa. Is that confusing? No, it isn't. That's my interpretation of uh, uh, Ephesians chapter four. Uh, yeah. uh, Paul Paul became Paul became an apostle. Barnabas became an apostle. Um, Stephen and uh, Philip uh, they were ordained deacons. But Philip became, the Bible says, I think in Acts chapter 8, the Lord, you know, at, for we don't know how it happened, but it calls him Philip the Evangelist. He operated in, in, in you see, the power gifts uh, being released through his ministry, he became an evangelist. So his office was, evan- so his office was an, ev- an evangelist. He, he operated in evangelism. He started out as a, a, a deacon, which is a type of an elder, per se. But um, as time went on, the Lord moved him. In another grace, Barnabas did not start out as a, an apostle. Um, 
but eventually the Lord planted him, set him in that office as an apostle. Amen. Okay. I threw, did I throw a monkey wrench in there or what? <laughs> That's going to be fun. So uh, now everybody who comes back uh, to their original design, original purpose and design that God created, is everybody going to fall into one of those five holes? No. No. Everybody's not called. The Bible says he gave some, S-O-M-E, some. Mm-hmm. He says some. Everybody in the body of Christ is not in there. Okay. So everybody else would just be the saints, called to be saints. Everybody's all, even the five Every, ministry. All, everyone is called. Everybody. Everyone right, everybody. Absolutely. Everybody's called to be saints. And some may be elders, some may be deacons. Um, but if you go to um, if you go to uh, Romans chapter twelve, I think after verse six, I think around verse seven or eight or something like that, it says something about you know some people are called to exhort, some people are called to uh, serve, some people are called to give. You know that's the grace that they operate under. Okay. Right. And let me see if I can let me see if I can open it up with the Bible. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anybody have it? Let's see. No, I don't. And the Bible says, you know, and we have adapted in churches. And I understand why. I don't disagree with it. There's some people are ministers, and then what they what they've really done, uh, like you know, like you know, it's um. If we call it coming up in the ranks, yeah. everybody, everybody's, everybody's a minister. It's, you know, it means a servant. And uh, after a period of time, you know, they, um, uh, after over a period of time of observation, of uh, examination, of study and prayer, you know, they take other license and become uh, elders or et cetera. I have no problem with that. Um, that type of uh, progress, but um, I think, um, and I and and I, uh, I agree. I won't say that. Let me go. Let me go. Let me just stay where I am. I was about to say something else. That would take me off of uh, the target. What I was going to say, actually, I just said um, some people have kept the title minister all their life in organizations and whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, either because of the organization or maybe because of uh, maybe because of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me let me read this. In Romans chapter 12 it says in verse 6 having the uh, gifts Differing now, it says gifts, not offices. Gifts differing according to the graces given to us, where the prophecy that is prophesied according to the proportion of faith. And even those offices, you know, they're yeah, it's all because of grace. You know, we didn't deserve, nobody deserves them. It's you know, God, God gives them for His um, purposes and, and His uh, knowledge and understanding. It says, "Our ministry, let us wait on our ministry or teaching on teaching." 
or exhort, exhorting or an exhortation, or giveth, uh, or giving or giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. And when it says ruleth, that's a government, is referring to a governmental um, 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 position or whatever. Or he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. And so on and so forth. So, um, what is your? Uh, sp- uh, have we addressed the specific question? Oh yes. Put it in your put it in your words then. Okay, that you uh, have your five offices, but you know, being an elder or some of the other, they're just other. Um, you know, titles that you may take on or jobs that you may be responsible for, basically. And But then there comes the gifts that, you know, that are different for each person. So everybody is still functioning in a body of Christ in some capacity. Amen. So uh, yeah. no one should be without a gift. A great, uh, yeah, um, because, because everybody has, a, people that are born again, everybody has the spirit of the Lord in them. And, um, and, um, Brother Shank, am I confusing, does this sound confusing the way I'm explaining this? No, I don't think so. I think, <clears throat> I think the, uh, you, you handled it well. I would I would just say one thing. I think that uh, deacons are just for the local house, if I if I may say that. Yes. Uh, they're they they don't have a metron outside of the local church where they're at. That's right. And elders can be local, or they can have a little bit uh, more influence in other houses uh, not unlike uh, the apostles and prophets. Yeah, and that's I, I, I think if that's correct I think that'll clarify it a little bit I hope. Yes I, oh, I, 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 I like go ahead. Okay. That was good. Um, I, I'll say this. So let's go back uh, six months. Maybe around there. So um, we were in a setting, and Prophet Patricia is speaking, prophesying. She says to you, you know, no longer should you call yourself an elder, etc. You remember that. And so, um, huh? You say a minister. I should say a minister. No longer should you call yourself a minister. That's right. I think that's what I said, didn't I? You say elder. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm in minister, and um, yeah. so so you have this uh, degree, a doctor degree, and you know people call you Doctor Benin, which is not uh, in the Bible, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 to use biblical terminology to describe the grace of God that's on your life. We should not use doctor. We have to use another terminology. 
and it's most appropriate to use the term if you're not if the if the spirit of the Lord speaks through a vessel and prophetically pronounces that, then you either have to be you either have to be called if you're chosen if you've been if you've been graced into this either an office in the uh, fivefold ministry or you're an elder. I'm pa- I'm pausing because I want to, Elder Shank. Uh, would you comment on what I just said? If you understand what I just said, if you if you if the Lord is saying you're not in ministry anymore, let's let's move aside the term doctor. Let's move that aside. Let's put it over there on the shelf. Then what are you? Then what is she? What, what would she be called biblically? <clears throat> Without. Uh, without question, she she would uh, probably be uh, labeled with the, the uh, uh, tag as as a minister. And well, hold, hold on, she would, go ahead. I'm okay. listening. I'm listening. Come listen. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Well, I think that. She would be a minister, and then uh, after serving as a minister, uh, then she can become an elder, and uh, and after elder, then there's uh, usually ordination. Okay, okay. So uh, as I was saying, the prophetic word was released that she is no longer to call herself a minister, that she okay. is no longer, that she's no longer to be called that. That's what I was saying. No longer to okay. be. So if that word is released, I believe it. So now she has to be called a elder, correct? Right. That's what, that's what I was saying. And, uh, uh, right. Doctor, doctor, doctor is used. Um, excuse me, religiously they use it for me too, and so on and so forth. It has its place for where it has its place at. But um, if you're not a minister, you have to be, be an elder, right. or be, be called somewhere in the fivefold ministry. Yes. Are you still there? Yes, sir. I'm listening. I'm and, listening and, and thinking. <laughs> and let me just ask you a question. What, what is your passion to minister to the unchurched or the church or both? I would say uh, both. I mean, mostly because I'm, I'm in-house. But, I mean, like if I was standing next to somebody, you know, I would start talking to them or whatever, like, you know, at work. You know, you know, be funny sometimes. They used to call me, I'm the work pastor, you know, or something like that. You know, uh, I'll stand there, get to talking or whatever, and then they're they're just they're they're astounded standing, <laughs> you know, seeing sometimes. So sometimes I'm more freer outside the the four walls. You know, I guess because people they don't know you, they're just meeting you right there. All they know is what they see 
right there before you and, and you know, what you're you're telling them, what, how you're encouraging them and stuff like that. So I, I guess I could say both sides. Okay. Yeah, well, sir. Go ahead. Uh, there's one, one thing I think that uh, we need to look at, too, is that you've already got an established ministry in Liberia, and uh, you could also have the, have the title of missionary because of that, of your influence in uh, a different country. Uh, and that that would be a possibility as well for you to be recognized as a missionary with a uh, ministry in a foreign country. Okay. So, um, Denise, when I asked you about those, your passion for the three areas, you're right. I mean, she has a ministry in a foreign country. You know, how many people have has that been birthed through? And um, if you had said, my passion is for the unchurched, my creative passion, then that leans into what Elder Shank said before, that leans, leans to you being an evangelist. But right. when you said both, when you said both, Paul told Timothy, do the work of an evangelist. You know, as the opportunity arises, as as a need is there, evangelize to the unchurched. But your main but your main focus is going to be to the uh, saved. Um so my um my uh, feeling and, and the Lord may change it, my feeling is that you should be an el- you know, you should be established as an elder until further release into uh, your uh, full ministry. That's why I called you last night, Elder Deneen. I think it was last night. Um, and, and when I when I first came there in January of uh, last year, um, you you told me that the, the call of evangelist and prophet because, you know, was on me. So, but and then as we came along, it, it's some other gifts that I knew was there, exhorting and, you know, encouraging people and stuff like that, uh, helping people uplift them. So I, I knew some of those uh, gifts were. So it, it's like, to me, it, it almost makes it, okay, how do we narrow this down? So and you're saying, and I heard you say, that uh, where that passion is going to be the most or until the Lord uh, releases that, Specific uh, office that he is calling me to, because yeah. I, I I believe I, I'm being called into one of those offices. So uh, not just using my gifts, but being called into an office. Well, let me say let me say this to you. So somebody says to you, you know that. The, uh, Prophetic is on you, or um, God's calling you to prophetic. That doesn't mean you know. That doesn't mean that you're going to start prophesying immediately. That, that may that may mean that there's a process for you to move forth into that realm. Because I, I'm gonna be very specific. Uh, if a person is a, a functioning, if a person says that I'm a prophet now, they should be prophesying. As the Lord says, so if they're not if they're not speaking, then there's something wrong. 
then that's prophesying there's something wrong. Right. Either they're, either they're holding it in or they're being disobedient. Um, I agree. Um, but until, until, uh, until you're fo- functioning in the, uh, in the in area, you're an elder. I mean, I am an I am an elder. I'm an elder that's functioning as an apostle. Is that is that uh, is that uh, <laughs> is that uh, is in in and what some writers call that they call that a government they call that a governmental elder. Yes. Okay. Called a governmental. Uh, it's called uh, an elder operating in 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 a governmental office. But but you're you're one of those people who can also uh, uh, prophesy. Let, let me say on spot. No, I can't. You know, to me, no, you I can. Can't. I mean, it, it, it might you might take a, maybe a minute to think about it, but then you go ahead. Uh, you know, it's, you know how you ask us, do we have anything to say? We shake our head and you pass us by, whereas you could take a moment, you could tell you to speak into somebody's life, and then, you know, you wait a minute, God gives it to you. That's kind of on spot. It doesn't take you, you don't say, oh, give me 24 hours to go pray what, and I'll be back what, to you. What if I said you could do that? I... I I, I believe that I, I will do that. I really okay. do. It's just I don't know what what's holding holding it back now or whatever. I really don't know, but I believe that I will be able to do it that way. But I don't still don't think I'm necessarily gonna go by the title or a, a prophet. It's like someone right. came and okay. they, they sat with you and said that you know uh, a person a pastor that you sat with and she told you that she knows. She can uh, prophesy or whatever. No, she doesn't. Now, the person that was co-pastoring with her, that was one of those on the spot just can ramble it off, go up to somebody and just start rambling off, whereas her, you might be in the service, and then the Lord has to start moving, and then she starts speaking in tongues, and then she interprets. Or if she's praying for you and laying hands on you, then the Lord gives it to her. But everybody uh, like how we were taught in one class, just tap in, put your toe in the water, you know, and pull it back out. Everybody can't do that. I, I, there's a lot that can. I'm just saying, you know, it, everybody, that's why I say you're on spot. You you can tap in and then pull back out. All um all prophetic people don't... Um... All prophetic people don't uh, function uh, the same way, though. I mean, the Spirit of the Lord doesn't use everybody the same way. You know, where you call somebody out and release a word. All people right. don't. Uh, all people don't function like that. So we should not. Um, just say this: we should not try to. Uh, I'm not saying anybody tries to mimic. We should not try to mimic other people's styles or the way, um, uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, what I'm so all I'm simply saying. Besides offices and whatever, you know, you're an elder. If you're not a minister, you're an elder. Simple as that. I mean, I'm not 
not, I'm not God for sure. But I'm saying if that if that prophetic word is released, if that prophetic word is true, that's what it is. Who's uh, who's guest six on the call? Can you? Um, I know you didn't call in, but you're listening uh, by the uh, computer, and I at least like to know who we have on the call. So can guest six just kind of uh, chat in? I've asked who it is. You so kind of let us know who you are. We welcome you and thank God. Uh, yeah. Well, God bless you, Tom. How are you? So glad to have you. Are you in the Cleveland area, sir? Are you in the Cleveland area? Okay. Well, we thank God, amen, for you. We were actually talking about uh, elders in the Bible and... uh, Excuse me, different kinds and uh, offices, uh, fivefold ministry offices and uh, grace gifts and so on and so forth. Uh, so have I, uh, 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 Deneen, have I uh, confused the statement? I mean, we've said a lot. Um, let, me say like let me say it like this. So everybody is not called to the fivefold ministry office. Uh, how, how does a person know that they're called into that office? The Lord has revealed that to you. Uh, we should not allow people to place you in a place that God did not put you because uh, you'll be unsure and the enemy will um, uh, challenge you when when, when uh, you go through the fire or through the flood. You're going to begin to question. Um, the fire will reveal, you know, who you are. Uh, but the Lord has to let you know uh, specifically uh, what your call is. Um, many of us on this call have received prophetic words concerning um, where we're to be established in uh, the body of Christ. But you have to have that personal assurance from God of where the Lord has revealed this to you and and uh, you just have to be sure of that. And uh, you may have to wait on it to materialize or to come into manifestation. But um, it will, for example, to mean if you've been called to a five-fold ministry office of a pastor, it's wonderful, that's good. Now you're not pastoring, but so the idea is what, to... Uh, have your um, um, you need to be teaching you need to be preaching you need to be studying all kinds of things concerning pastoring and you need to be observing the uh, errors and the pluses and minuses of people that you know that are pastoring including myself <laughs> uh, watching our mistakes learning learning from people's mistakes because we all make mistakes we Sometimes we make wrong decisions. Sometimes we go before uh, we release the time. You know, sometimes we move too quickly. Sometimes, uh, sometimes because of uh, a need, we put people in places to fill the need, but they're not really mantled for the place. So, you know, we make mistakes, and then 
we have to um, try to repair that. But uh, ultimately, uh, who we are is designated, amen, by the Spirit of the Lord, by the Sovereign God has to determine who we are. So if I were to ask you uh, point blank again, um, and I'm not looking for five answers or four answers or three or two answers, who do you you think God has called you to ultimately function as in the body of Christ? Uh, In the office? Out of the fivefold. You tell me. uh, Or just the gift. You tell me. <laughs> it, it's a, a few there. No, no. So, um, so I, I, I guess if I had to choose an office, not choose. I, I guess what, for, what you, I mean, you, I mean, not choose. But if I if I was to say, okay, drawn into a, a, a passion, um, it, it will fall between the evangelist and, and the pastoral. Right, and and like I like I say like I say a pastor doing the work of an evangelist. Yes. Let me say this to you. When a person person functions in the office of an evangelist, they're not supposed to pastor. But you and I know, or we know, that sometimes there are people in a pastoral position, pastoring churches, and their real gift the real call is to evangelize. Right. Evangelists. Or they're they're prosthetic. And and I've mentioned this to you. I feel that something uh, was lost when they began to to pastor. That's why I didn't, you know, I could never, even though I know the call call of a pastor was on me, because of what I've seen, it's like, okay, I don't want to settle in that position necessarily right away, you know, have an opportunity to go out, and I guess you say evangelize, an opportunity to go out before having to be stationary. Because I, I just see a difference in the people who do that. So I'm still, you know, they just been gifted in, in all of it, and, you know, they just hold it all down. But there are some I just see a difference. Uh, in, in the, the the ability that they're using. Yes, and I think um, uh, people in the office of evangelists, their passion is for souls. Their, their passion is for to, for souls to bring into the um, to bring in the um, bring them into the kingdom. And they have a passion. Some many times they have a passion for people on the street. They uh, um, they don't feel comfortable staying in the house in the building because they're not called to to that per se. Although they can minister in the building, but that's not their passion. That's not the fire that burns in them is to go out and reach souls, to reach lost. And a pastor's passion, mainly main passion, is to um, to call to shepherd the. Uh, Sheep, and uh, of course, do the work of evangelists. Yes, to uh, evangelize as necessary. And um, I, you know, I see you, 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 on, 
you have a passion for souls. Um, you love the people of God. You want the best for the saints, and you want the best for the lost. You know, you want them to uh, be saved and uh, transform. I, I, yes, I can see that. But like I'm saying, until uh, a person like yourself, for an example, until you begin to pastor, per se, or evangelize, if that was it, you're an elder. You're not a minister. Because all pastors are elders. All evangelists are elders, etc. Okay. When we, when we uh, in the churches, began to establish this call called this office called a minister, we were basically saying that those are people that just started out, just just had uh, agreed, come to agree, agreement with uh, their call to preach. And we okay. called them ministers. Okay. And I, I agreed over 30 years ago. <laughs> see, you, see, you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> Shane, comments because I'm gonna. I'm going to release you all in a couple of minutes. Any comments, on Shane? Yeah, I've got one. Uh, Denine, your your gift as worship leader is uh, very close to being an evangelist because your worship is powerful and it draws into the heart and soul of a person and gets them to uh, worship the Lord because that is where you turn them to. And when they're worshiping the Lord, then the the next thing that happens to them is that they uh, become uh, under the influence of a pastor and a church so that they can be saved. And uh, I think that is is something that uh, you may or may not have even been aware of. That's good, Elder Shane. Yeah. That's good. Information right here. And that is true with, with praise and worship. You're, you're pulling people in, you know. Taking them in with you before the throne. Yes. Breaks up the the follow ground. It breaks up the heart. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, we thank the Lord for um y'all's patience with me in the beginning uh, for settling down. I appreciate um, Tom you coming on. We are here in the Cleveland area, and we're part of the. Uh, um, Victory Temple Church and Quibi Ministries Fellowship International EMFI Fellowship here in uh, Cleveland, and uh, we were talking about some ministry um, models, if you will. Um, we are on the call every Thursday at eight o'clock, and we have prayer at every Saturday at eight o'clock. And the call ID number is one two nine nine eight nine nine eight nine on on Saturdays. And so we welcome you and thank you for being on the call. And uh, we just want to ask everybody: Do you have any last comments or words? 
And I do appreciate you being on the call. Very good information that was uh, shared within this uh, last half an hour. Very enlightening uh, information. Nobody else ain't no. Amen. Would you no. do any? Go ahead, sir. No, I don't have anything. All right. Um, Janine, would you uh, just miss us in prayer, please? I appreciate you all. Oh, and we'll be looking her. for. We'll be. Excuse me. We'll be looking forward to you all on. Saturday morning at 10. Yes. Yes. School of the property. Amen. Heavenly Father, we uh, thank and praise you uh, for um, the people of God who have gathered here uh, on this evening. And thank you for the information that was shared and enlightened us and uh, revelation uh, to us from opening up of some things that we've never seen that we didn't even think about, but it's because of these discussions when we come together on this round table or when the saints of God get together in fellowship and begin to discuss um, the mysteries of God is how the revelation comes out and, you know, um, we our, our brains are just expand. Our mind just expands more uh, of of what God has and that he hasn't even revealed yet that he's sharing with us a little bit at a time because we couldn't even contain it all at one time. So we just thank the Lord for the, the bits and pieces and the golden nuggets that he is um, giving us. And, you know, so we just thank God for all that. And uh, we ask the Lord to bless the households that are represented on the phone tonight and, you know, whatever's going on in their homes, that the Lord continues to bless them. If there's healing needed, that uh, God, the Lord sends healing to the house, that there's saving that needs to be done in the household, that the Lord sends saving. And we thank God for uh, Tom who came on with us tonight, and, and hopefully he was able to uh, catch some of the information and hopefully enlighten him as well. Amen. So uh, we praise God and that uh, the Lord uh, works everything out in uh, Apostle Griffin's situation with that, that transportation, that the Lord blesses him. Amen. And we just thank God for, for everybody on tonight. And may you all be blessed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank Good God night. for you all. Amen. Be blessed. Good night. Good night. Good night.